This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Last week, I was at Kmart with my wife and my mother, uh, just kind of doing some shopping. And as I was walking around, going to the toy section, Bobby's Browns on our own from Ghostbusters 2 came on the intercom. Needless to say, I started getting the heck down. I was jamming around and even decided, hey, let me text my wife and let her know what's playing on the radio. So I reach over to my uh, pebble, I push the button so I can do a text, and I say, listen to the radio, oh my god. And I'm like jamming out, completely unaware there's an old lady watching me, judging but you know what? She was wearing a John Cena shirt. And you know what? I I, I think I'm cooler than you, old lady. Because I'm too hot to handle, too cold to hold. You call the Ghostbusters. Quit judging me, lady. This is Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. And I have a ton of toys on my desk. I need to do some cleaning. I've got a bunch of Titans Returns, and I got some Ghostbusters, and I got a bunch of Imaginex Power Rangers, and I got Slime, and there, there's just Bruticus, Brut, Bruticus from Combiner Wars looking like, dude, do something. I don't know, this is pretty rad. Now, just toys everywhere. It's the way I roll, guys. This week in awesome, I'm going to empty the pool. You know, the question's an awesome portion of the show where I have a thread on Talk Transformers where I ask every so often for comments, for talking points, for questions so I can interact with them here on the show. Well, that part of the show is going to be the whole show because I'm at the end of the pool, so I'm going to empty the pool on this show. How's that? How's that for awesome? I know you're excited. I know, I know you are. You're like, oh man, it's here. It's here, the end of the pool uh, episode. He's going to ask like a couple of que- answers some questions and then start up a new thread. And you know where I'm going to start that new thread at, yo? Talk Transformers, the official, official group of being awesome. It's on Facebook. You know you use it. Search it up. There it is. If you don't even want to do that, type it in Google. You'll pull up our fan page with links to the group there. And be sure to like it. Frank posts some fun news keeping the site going. He's cool for it. Frank's a cool dude. You know, guys, so let's 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 just skip past all the malarkey of what kind of cool thing I'm doing right now or eating or playing with. And I'm gonna let's go jump into the questions. We have two of them. First question comes from Eric Crowbar. Eric goes on to ask, Since you now run your own podcast and you were on Radio Free Cybertron for a while, it's fair to say you've definitely had your share of experience at Transformers podcasting. For those of us who have wanted to start or recently started a Transformers podcast of our own, what tips or recommendations do you have? Do you have any ideas on what to 
to do to stand out, etc. For example, I recently started a Transformers podcast. I'm not saying the name because I don't want to be rude plugging on your show. Dude, plug away. If I could remember it off the top of my head, I'd say it. So guys, go to Eric Crownover's Twitter and ask him what his podcast is. Anyway, I decided to make it a young adult cast, so we're the youngest Transformers podcast to make us different from everyone else. Is there any other things you could... You'd recommend or advise people to do for Transformers podcasting. Thanks, Eric. Dag Nabbit. First off, I'm going to correct you. I'm still part of Radio Free Cybertron. In fact, Being Awesome is part of the Radio Free Cybertron network, where we split the show up into multiple shows because it got so big and made a network out of it. So, and for if you said for a little while. I've been part of Radio Free Cybertron from since like about 2001, 2002. So yeah, I was there for a little while. You know, I listened for like a year or two and then started helping out. Um, so I've been here, man. I've been here. And you know what? Also, for the time when RFC went to hiatus for those few years and it's just reruns, I, I, I experimented making my own podcast I made like a few episodes, but I was going through a lot of stuff in life at the time, so I never, I just kind of canceled it and kind of focused on my own life for a while, and that was TFBBQ, and I don't have any of the uh, episodes from that saved or anything, because I never was quite happy with it, you know, but yeah, I did that, I helped out with a horror podcast for a while, um, I did like a horror video segment for it, I think its name was Blood Loss, or something, Blood Lost, it, it was so long ago, and I only did it a few times. And then I kept, I remember talking, trying to talk uh, Brian into bringing RSC back every couple of times. And then eventually JD got him to do it. And here we were, full force, you know. And uh, what ha happened is I had moved to a night shift uh, job after a couple of years of that. And, um, you know, I would just make basically make a segment and send it in and Brian would put it on the show. And, you know, after a while, because I had this one segment on the show where I'd post it on our webpage I called Twitter Theater, uh, where I'd basically find crazy Transformers clips on Twitter. And, you know, for the little video, I'd basically post it, and he would edit it on into the show. Well, after a while, we kind of got the idea of me doing my own YouTube show. That way we could kind of drive some traffic to the YouTube. So my segment became a YouTube show, YouTube show called RFC RTM1. And that lasted a couple of months, and I was just honestly wasn't too great at running. It was one of those I had to make up what I wanted to do, do the show on each episode, like right before I made it. And after a while, I kind of wrote Brian. It's like, dude, I kind of kind of running out of gas on this. Do you have any suggestions? He's like, I want you back on the show. And that's when I started doing a Q and A segment for RFC. And you know, we just kind of canceled RTM one and editing my. It, so basically, my. I went to being a segment, to my segment becoming a show, to back becoming a segment, which was the Q&A. And we did that for a few years till I got bumped back up to a day shift a couple of years ago. And I went back on the show full time, like as a regular member again for a few months, before I had to go back to nights. And then, you know, we're going to do a segment. And Brian was like, you know, I really want to make this a network. So my segment became Being Awesome. That makes sense. So, my segment is a show of its own on our network, because Radio Free Cybertron is now a network. And that's how that kind of works. And be honest with you, when I started doing Being Awesome, I had no clue what to do. Being that the idea for the uh, segment was, I was just going to focus on something positive going on in the fandom. So many people uh, focus on all the negative and the poo-poo stuff. And we did, like, 
you could almost call it episode zero because it's like one segment into the show and then Kilby is like, I'm going to make this its own show. We're going to split everything up into shows. And so every segment was its own show and I got to kind of be as long as I wanted to be, not like 10, 15 minutes, you know. So I went a good couple of months each day, not each episode, not knowing what to do. I was like, what am I going to do? Uh, this is something I like. <laughs> and honestly, the show was horrible because, you know, it was so unfinished, uh, just so unrefined. And then after a couple of months, I kind of found my way. You know, I started. It's like I would talk about something I'd like. My cat is hollering at the door. Go away. I'll pet you in a minute. I um, was like, OK, I'll talk about some stuff I think is rad for a few minutes and then I'll answer a question because everyone liked the Q&A stuff I used to do. And that's where I kind of I would ask. I'd basically start threads up in a couple of groups and talk Transformers. I'd been in there for like a good year or two as just, you know, a regular member. And that was where I was getting all the traffic from all my stuff. Like sometimes uh, some of the groups would, uh, I get a question here or there, but talk Transformers. Oh, it was like resounding support. And, you know, basically I was like, Hey Jesse, what if I made this like, well, if you just like officially partnered up and this would be like the official group and I'd be the official podcast. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And then, uh, you know, about a month later, members started pouring in. We just kept getting more and more members. So he was like, you want to become an admin? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I started helping him run the place. And it's been down uphill since because it's just been like thousands and, th- you know, people just keep coming. And because they're finding like, yeah, this is a great place to talk Transformers. And Jesse and I have really helped make it that way. And we've brought on more guys like James Godier and uh, Sal and... um I mean, San, I'm sorry, I said Sal, goodness. And, you know, like, Chris Sixshot and uh, Tristan and I think I named everyone. <laughs> Brian, Brian Kelly. We all, you know, we all just helped this great, great group. And that's just kind of how things went. And, you know, I was just kind of wanting to focus on the stuff I like and be positive. And, you know, I don't always talk about Transformers. I'll talk about something else I like to kind of keep it keep it fresh. And that's really the best... Uh, uh, best advice I can give you, make it your own and just kind of stick with it because it's going to be really rough at first. You're going to, you're going to make a quite a, there's going to be a lot of turds, uh, uh, going up before you start finding your flow. And, you know, you're, you're going to go up and down for a little bit before you get a flow and people start really listening. And that's really, that's just kind of how you do it. Like make it your own. What do you want to talk about? No, no, not what, not what other people want you to talk about. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to, you know, like say, say you really love that Combiner Wars cartoon right now. Not a lot of people do, but you love it. You love it. So each week you are doing a um, a review of the episode, and you're just praising it, praising everything. People are going to argue with you, but you know what? A lot of people are going to listen because they agree with you. There's people that love it, no matter how bad some people think it is. There's somebody who loves it and thinks it's awesome, and they're going to listen. Or you know what? Could be some people just wanting to listen to disagree with you. Believe it or not, some people have nothing better to do than argue, and they will actually write you and complain you, complain to you, saying, "I'm never going to listen again," and just say kind of all these things. They're the first one to download you the next week because. They want to see if you bent to their will, but you're doing your own thing. You know, you are you, this is your show. You do what you want to do and it'll just work. You know, you know what? Some people might not even like 
like Combiner Wars, and they listen because they just like you guys. You know, that's just kind of how it happens sometimes. Like I said, you just do, as an example, of course, you just do what you want to do. You know, kind of work on it to make it a better show as you go. Go back and listen to it and just kind of work on it. See what see what works, what doesn't. You know, and it, it, it'll find its own way. It might take a minute, but it'll find its own way. And, you know, there's all sorts of ways to make a podcast. You know, all sorts of audio recording software. Uh, Audacity, GarageBand, Sony makes a pretty good one. They're all over out there. and people can. Everyone's got their favorite. You know, you just kind of... Search around, try all the different ones out, use the one you like best. And, you know, a lot of people go whole hog in at first and buy a lot of super expensive equipment and then kind of lose the urge to want to do it, you know, and then then they're they're just sitting there with like hundreds of dollars worth of equipment they'll never use, you know. So start small, get you some cheapo USB headphones that sound somewhat decent or heck, you know, you got one laying around probably for making Skype phone calls. There you go. You know, I've act- and then, you know, maybe go from there. The more the show starts picking up, the more you start putting stuff into it, start putting more into it. You know, um, when I first started doing uh, working with podcasts with Brian, I had a little direct line in microphone and I would record the segments in with like Windows audio recorder, you know, and just export it to an mp3 and ftp it to him that was in the old days and then you know got a little more i was using garage band i used garage band to make a couple of those shows i worked on you know and um he started doing the whole everyone on a call at one time thing so we were using skype and he was recording it and you know i was using a cheapo usb mic that i actually i had i had stepped up from my little line in mic and bought a uh, 20 dollar usb logitech mic because i had read that that was becoming the most popular microphone at the time for podcasters and you know it's kind of went from there like he bought i remember he bought me a headset just to have a a better quality uh i guess microphone you know stuff like that and we just kind of did that and when i started doing my own stuff like the like the segment or whatever i just used the microphone on my webcam because it picked up everything not realizing it literally picked up everything, but I, I guess that kind of added to the flavor of it for a little while there. Because like you'd hear the neighbor bark, and I'd be like, "Well, the neighbor. I hope it was the neighbor's dog barking." But you know, I'd be like, "Shut up back there!" And it kind of went on, and um, we started doing being awesome. I just went back to doing that because it worked. And Brian would strip the audio, and that was the show. And that's where the uh, Facebook video came from because he had put the video I made up on Facebook because well, we got a video, and um. We went. We started going into trying to make a better quality audio for all of our shows. So we all souped up our equipment. You know, we all got better microphones and all that. You know, right now, and that's why I just started becoming audio only because using that video software to make a little video started getting kind of buggy. So I just started doing straight audio, and I'm a little more happy with it because it is really hard to talk to yourself staring at a reflection of yourself in a computer monitor. You know. Um, like, you know, now we got like, I got like a mixing board sitting here and a pretty high quality studio microphone, but you know what I've heard, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Well, honestly, I haven't really listened to any in the past couple of weeks cause I've been that busy at work, but usually during my work night, I work 12 hours a night, you know, usually, and I usually work by myself. Like the occasional person will come up and, uh, come up and ask me something, but lately I've been actually training a lot of people, so I haven't had time to listen to them, but the past the night away, I will listen to 12 hours worth of podcasts each night, 
And that's and I've heard some uh, that sound amazing. And turns to find out they're using like the microphones that came with their rock band set to record. So you never know. It's like what works best for you. You know, we get, you know, RFC, we've all got the whole studio setups now, but not, not every podcast does. Some podcasts I listen to that make a living off theirs where, you know, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of shows will have, uh, ad programs and Patreons and that kind of thing. And some of them are so successful. They actually make, get to live off of it somehow. And, you know, of course they got fancy setups because they better, you know, and it's funny. Those are the ones that seem to be the more, more unpolished. They're like cursing and burping and all that. I know if one episode I was, uh, I had just eaten, I had just eaten and I was on a roll and I was recording everything good. So I didn't want to start all over, but I kept burping and I'd go, I'm, excuse me. I'm sorry. And kept going, figuring no one would mind. So minded. So you never know. You never know what you're going to do is going to accidentally offend someone and there's a difference between offending someone and caring about it because you know what you get to have your own opinion and be your own person you know sometimes people really just say they're offended on the internet it's like they're embellishing it they're not that it's kind of they might just thought that was kind of rude but they'll blow it out of proportion and you know and then some people you might legitimately offend and that's where you got to be worried but so there's a nice way to stay in the middle mid-range of that to be like be yourself and say what you mean but it is a public forum, so maybe watch how you deliver it. Because you might accidentally say something that you didn't even know was offensive. And you didn't certainly didn't mean to deeply offend someone. You might you might wanted to kind of stir stir the pot up a little, maybe piss a few people off. But that's that's the difference, you know. That's the difference between a shock jock saying some things on the radio that makes people kind of laugh and go, Oh, I can't believe he just said that. And maybe someone's mom like, I'm never listening to this again. You are not. And then that mom's listening every morning. You know, and then there's the um, the thing that gets people fired off their radio shows. And that's where, you know, you find a happy medium. You know, you will say, I want this, I want anyone of all ages to listen to this. So you kind of tailor it to that. Uh, being awesome, I want all ages to listen to this. So I try my best to watch my mouth. But you know what? Sometimes a curse word is going to slip out because I'm an adult. And sometimes, and I, I cuss a lot in real life. I've been working actually the past couple of months to try to, Calm that down just so I don't feel like I cuss all the time. But, you know, so sometimes it happens, though. You know, I still, I'll get just really cheesed off, and there I am, just <laughs> X-rated for words because it's just that many F-bombs and S-bombs, you know. And so I try my best not to do that here because even though I'm going to be me, I know a lot of people don't want to, you know what I mean? I'm trying to make it pleasant for everyone so that way they can see, oh, this is who he is. Really, you know, so I don't want to, I don't want to come off like I'm trying too hard. So that Eric is the best advice I can give you. And I hope it made a lot of sense, but Eric, let's go to the next question in the pool. Everybody come along in the pool. No kicking. The next question comes from my good friend, Anthony Brucal. Ant. We all call him Ant. All of us, all of, all of the, the crew call him Ant. He used to tell us, Hey, call me Ant. Don't call me Anthony. One time I accidentally called him Anthony and he looked like I hurt his feelings. You know, like I said, man, I'm sorry, Ant. <laughs> the Ant, of course, if you guys recognize that name, he's the guy who owns and operates TFU.info, one of the best sites, if not the best sites, for reference material on the internet for Transformers toys. I can't tell you how many times I've used it where I picked up an odd guy, and yeah, I can't remember all these guys' names. Who can? You know, uh, you have a life. You're going to, who is this thing? I, you're like, I know it's a Transformer. I think, you know, every once in a while you're going to get a curveball. 
his site's perfect for that. And what what all weapons come with it and that kind of thing. It's great. Well, Anth goes on Anth, jeez. Anth goes on to ask, I know Halloween is your favorite holiday. Do you decorate with toys? And if so, which Transformers do you use during the season? Last year, I broke up my Fire Guts God Genrai, good choice, for the month because his orange color scheme works well with the holiday. In past year, excuse me, in years past, I've decorated with Zevos because they did a lot of great looking characters. Do you prefer to decorate with toys in Halloween colors, like orange or black, or more supernatural themed figures? And that is an awesome question because it is Halloween time and I am pulling what's left of my hair out in excitement and I shave my head uh, I shave my head so there's not really much to pull out except for my beard uh, actually true story I switched from blade shaving to using clippers so there's a tiny little layer of stubble at all times so I'm pinching at the stubble to pull it out in excitement because uh, I can't contain myself over Halloween I, you know, I, I jumped on it early with Zone Base, my website, doing a Halloween feature once a week and decorating it for Halloween. This morning, I had to stop on the way home from work at Walmart because I drink bottled water all through the week, uh, you know, pretty much at work. So I'll bring like three or four bottles with me at a time. And of course, I refill them. I think I drink like a gallon of water a week, month, a day. I... Slow down. <laughs> I drink like a gallon of water a night, I think, maybe more. But I needed some more water, and, you know, they didn't have any Titans Return stuff I needed, but I got a couple of packs of Imaginex Power Rangers I want. My God, these are wonderful figures. I, I, I love them. I, I've always bought Imaginex toys because they have really cool monster figures, and I kind of kind of suppressed the buying the Power Rangers ones because I thought they were really rad, but I can only buy so many toys. Well, I gave up the Ghost, and I've got almost all of the figures because I've always loved Power Rangers, but I, I've, always, I've only bought toys here or there but because i like my toys to be more characterful and i just kind of i don't know the, the toys didn't really resound with me other than the occasional zord or actually that's not true i bought a ton of the mega block stuff because hey it resounded with me series so imagine x figures i'm buying a ton out of them because those are wonderful little toys that work for me just work for my level of crazy but that has nothing to do with halloween but while i was at walmart buying water and imagine x toys the uh, my Walmart by my work has already got all their Halloween stuff up. Now the Walmart I buy my groceries at, which is a in a nicer area, they've just kind of started trickling it in. You know, a little bit of uh, candy corn here, a little bale of hay here. This store everywhere. So I literally scoured the Halloween section. So excited! It's finally here. Yes. But guess how I decorate traditional i love the cardboard cutouts which just tape on the door we got pumpkins the wife's already been sticking stuff everywhere we have we have skeleton stuff we have halloween garland we have pumpkins we have skeletons it's everywhere and we're going to keep adding to it until the first week of november when we put the christmas stuff up and there still will be some halloween stuff because we forgot to put it away now i usually don't use toys in my decorating in fact me and the wife have a deal that i keep my toys in my toy room because it's like if i get an entire room just for my toy collection they're not coming out but however, sometimes, and in the past, I have used toys to decorate, not just for Halloween, Christmas too, but 
Fire Guts God Genrai, not only is it, hey, my favorite Transformers toy in a different color scheme, but it's an excellent use because those oranges really work for Halloween, and he's so freaking blocky, he looks like, like a chimney almost in that, in that color scheme. Like, it's a big brick of fire, you know? And saying that, I've got Sentinel Prime from Titans Return sitting right here next to the green Power Ranger. He'd be perfect, too, because he's in that... He's got that same stature. He's got that same color. He'd work really well. But I like monsters, man. I like... Break out the pretenders. The Decepticon pretenders are excellent. Not just the monster, little monster guys, all of them. You know, you got... Of course, everyone's going to go bludgeoned. But let's step back from bludgeoned and look at, hey, Carnivac. He's a big old black wolf. Look at uh, Skullgrin. He is... He is the Dan Zig symbol. You know, he's he's literally Dan Zig the Transformer, you know, that, that's Skullgrin, you know, look at Mindwipe, he's a big old bat, he's named Blood in Japan, whoa, and he has the power of hypnosis, he goes, goes, me, 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 and they're like, well, I'm gonna quit shooting at you now, because you went, me, 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 I mean, I tried to go me, 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 and people thought it was a bad tweaky impersonation, I, he went, beady, 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 now, Oh, sometimes I breathe and I swallow spit. I'm not good at breathing yet, and I'm 38. But things like that. Bugly is excellent. Bugly is a he's a purple and black bug. Giant bug monster who worships dark arts or practices dark arts. And he knows Kung Fu. Because why not? These are the things. I mean, I got Skull Cruncher. The Titans Return Skull Cruncher, I forget his uh, pseudo name. That guy, he's right here. He's perfect. He turns into a gator. He's green. He's like kind of like a pinkish color. Man, he's wonderful. Wonderful. Speaking of wonderful, the Beast Wars mutants. Those guys. Because, you know, I love the mutants. Those are those are just an awesome sub-team. I've always really liked them. But let's stop and think about a second. They're animals. That transform into other animals with a hidden robot mode because they get because thanks to Megatron's virus they can't transform to the robot mode. They're like fusors that don't work quite right. But what you got here is mutants. You got horribly mutilated things with robot parts just sticking out of random parts. And let's stop and think. First off, there's Soundwave. An alligator is freaking scary. This alligator will turn into a bat and keep chasing you. A big old brown bat. Bats are Halloween. Now, the one, though, that really sticks out is Poison Bite, because he is a freak of nature. He is something out of a trauma B-movie, or something canon would have made, or quite honestly, a sci-fi original production. He is a piranha that transforms into a scorpion, and that scorpion looks like a nightmare it's like spindly and all it looks like he just crawled out of a toxic waste dump and well there's a robot head and his tail so he could talk at you the mutants are rad you know we're talking about bats and people are going to say rob don't bring that up but let's quit pretending to be embarrassed by night scream from beast machines look at this guy 
He's a big old lanky bat. He's all awkward and kind of dark looking. In his bat mode, he's big and imposing. You know, in his robot mode, he's got that little waft of hair like so many emo kids have. Although he's supposed to be Edward Furlong from Terminator 2. Guys, I was the Terminator for Halloween after Terminator 2 came out. It works, man. It works. There's so many awesome choices in Transformers for Halloween. Look at freaking Sky Rain. Sky Rain from Combiner Wars, maybe not so much. You know, it's Skylinks and some classic Autobots, and they turn into a combiner with the new Japan pro wrestling symbol for a head. It looks great, but you know what? Look at uh, Leo Zack. The repaint of them in kind of more darker colors. Well, now, he don't look really like what you think Leo Zach will look like. Or, I'm sorry, Leo Kaiser. But you look at this big, crazy colored monster with a black cat head. There's Halloween sitting on your desk. It's everywhere. Ravage, he's a black cat. Transformers is made for Halloween. The Decepticons are scary. Before the movie made them giant pieces of sharp metal with fangs that drooled and vomited everywhere, they were scary to begin with. Even at the first couple years of G1, when they were all traditional, turning into things, you know, you had the Seekers with these almost cape-like wings, you know? They've always been, like, imposing, frightening characters. And let's jump over to the Transformers, uh, you know, like, cousin, the Gobots. Look at what the GoBots got for you. They got monster guys. There's, you know, Vamp. There's Scorp. There's all those dudes. They are straight up monsters that transform into monster things. That's awesome. And you can look at the Rock Lords. There's some pretty crazy cool Halloween guys there. I forget his name um the dinosaur skeleton thing that was going to be part of a combiner team and i don't think the rest of the combiner stuff got released here in america i know they got released overseas i think as part of uh machine robo but you tell me right there a rock dinosaur that merges with other rock monsters isn't halloween that's metal that is that is a giant rock tyrannosaurus with horns hey he's saving today Guys, Halloween is coming up. And it can be Halloween all year long because we have pitch black on the shelves. Year long, we won. Baja Blast, go back to Taco Bell. We'll get you when we don't feel like a Pepsi or a Mountain Dew when we get that cheese craving box thing. Pitch black is here to stay. It's Halloween all year long. Hit the ministry. Every day is Halloween. It's everywhere we look and it's the next two months of being awesome. I'm probably going to say something about it. I hope you guys don't mind, but just like I told Eric Crown over, I'm going to be me. So, it's here. And I'm excited. You know, I spent the past weekend, this past weekend, Labor Day weekend, watching Halloween specials with my wife, because she loves it too. We watched Halloween as Grinch Night. We watched... What else did we watch? We watched a lot of crap. <laughs> we watched Disney's Halloween Treat. All this stuff. And you know what, Aunt? I, like I said, I tend to go traditional with my Halloween decorations because that's really the only time I can break all this stuff out. But if I'm going to sneak in some of my stuff, I'm going to. And, you know, I don't have just Transformers. I got a lot of monster stuff. I have a mountain of Michael Myers toys because Halloween's my favorite horror movie. For for the most bulk of my life, it was pretty much my favorite movie 
Um, I'd say about through my 20s, it was pretty much right there as my favorite movie till, you know, like I say, a child and teenager, it was Star Wars, you know, A New Hope. And then throughout my 20s, Halloween kind of took its place. It's always my favorite horror movie, and I just, I focused on it so much. Toward the late 20s, well, Star Wars came back, you know, things changed. But Michael Myers, I love that guy. And there's a mountain of toys in here. And Jason, oh my geez, I kind of look like him without the mask. Yep. You know, I love this stuff. Hall- right here on my desk is Horrible, the Titan Master. Well, his name is Terrible. That is a little guy who's driving a tank, and his original toy was uh, a bull. You know, he turned into a bull. His name alone says this is a Halloween guy. He is blue. He is tan. He drives a little tank that turns into a jet and turns into a gun. Um, in Japan, his name is Cancer. What makes that guy Halloween? His name is Horrible. Or his name is Terrible. He's in the club. He is the singer of a punk rock band that everyone wears black t-shirts and eyeliner. They're pretty good. They keep, sometimes they kind of go off on their own and kind of play something that just kind of sucks but you know for the most part terrible's punk band is pretty cool ape links in it he plays the synth he plays like samples it's pretty cool and thanks for your question i love you man i i'm so glad you asked that that was awesome and guys i love all of you all my listeners thanks for listening if you want to participate in the questions and answer portion of the show the thread is opening up this week in, in Talk Transformers. So go join. I'm popping it up. And you know what? If you missed the thread, like Ant did, he couldn't find it, you can direct message me. I'll add it to the queue. That's how we do it. But you know what else we do? Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, just punched his boom stand. Sorry about the noise. It's part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. All can be found at tfradio.net for all your shows and all your showtimes. And hey, while you're there, we've got some Amazon links. You see, I mentioned earlier, you might have some sort of affiliate advertising on your own podcast and help you cover your uh, operating expenses because it can be really expensive to run one of these things. And how we've done it is through Amazon links because basically we feel we don't want to ask you for any money, but we know you're going to shop at Amazon. So you go through that link and you buy what you're going to buy and you don't pay anything extra and Amazon throws us some change. We think that's pretty noble. We think that's a pretty righteous way to go about it. So when you go buy your Halloween decorations from Amazon, because they got some pretty rad stuff you didn't see at your Walgreens, go through those links. You're going to help us out. We really appreciate it. Guys, I'm Rob. You know this. You guys know this. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. And dude, dude, please go to my website, zonebase.org. That's zonebase.org. I update it a couple of times a week. Sometimes I have bad weeks and don't get to update it as much as I'd like to. And those weeks, though, you still get the weekly spotlight, which comes out Wednesday, where I highlight a character. And it's usually not the ones you'd expect. Because I'm thinking, if I'm going to highlight a character, it's not going to be Prowl. He's got enough time in the sun. But I'm going to point out CatScan, because I love CatScan. But right now, we're in the Halloween HorrorCon celebration. Halloween all month long, so the weekly spotlight is the spooky spotlight. So each Wednesday, 
you get a kind of creepy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween, y'all. I didn't mean to say Halloween, y'all. I'm, I'm, that was ridiculous. I feel like I, I, I'm at like MTV Spring Break Celebration and they're having like a karaoke concert and they got, and the guy, instead of singing this song, she's going, Spring Break, y'all! Spring Break! Oh! And then they just kind of sing the chorus of the song and people are like, woo! So I'm sorry. You know, you know, screw it. Halloween Break, y'all! Halloween 2016! Halloween! And you know, people are like, woo! Halloween! That's how it's going to go. Everybody, thanks for listening. Guys, Walmart's going to have a cool Ghostbusters uh, set up for Halloween. You should probably check it out because chances are you probably like Ghostbusters if you listen to the show because I mention them quite often. And I probably made some Ghostbusters fans here where people are going, oh, that is a really cool movie. I burped. I'm sorry. It came out. I didn't mean to. I'm sure I deeply offended somebody. And that same person's probably like, man, what's so great about Halloween? You don't listen anymore if you don't like Halloween. I'm kidding. I hope everyone listens to me again next week. And I thank everyone for listening. I'm going to bed. So good night, everybody. I'll holler at you later. Jamata. I'll be back. Curse of Michael Myers. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Gotcha, 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 gotcha